Hey, this is Steven from Chelsea Green, and you're listening to the Vulgar Display of Podcast. Welcome to the Vulgar Display of Podcast live from the Barn Studio. Got Chad and Tuan here. What's up, bud? How's it going? Got a special guest online. We have Steven from Chelsea Grants. Steven, how oh, are yeah. you? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. I was just <laughs> eager to say hi. You're excited to be here and we're excited to have you. Yeah, yeah, stoked. Where you at right now? You guys out you guys at home? Uh yeah, we're in Salt Lake right now. We all linked up to rehearse for a show we have in Dallas, Monster Mosh. So uh yeah, we're all we're all together here. Mon- well not in the room, but in Salt Lake City. Monster Mosh. I haven't heard of that. Tell us about that. Um, so it's uh I believe it's the first year back. Monster Mosh I think was um was around a little while ago, some years ago. And this year we're headlining um like Moz to play, like Moz to Flames is playing. Woe oh, cool. is me uh, is doing like a reunion show. Close your eyes is doing a reunion show. It's um, it's a lot of bands. I could spend this whole entire interview listing the bands on the fest. <laughs> There's a bunch of them, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's it'll be cool though in Dallas. I'm I'm excited. Oh yeah, one of my uh, recent favorites, uh, Signs of the Swarm, are on there. Looks like. Yeah, yeah, they're on there too. Yeah. So to catch those guys. I don't think I've seen them yet. You guys play a lot of festivals. Do you guys like to play festivals? Oh, it's hard to say. I mean, I like playing any show, really. Festivals are just like a, a big deviation from the norm for us. Like, you know, it's not your average day on tour. It's a lot of bands. It's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of waking up early and like... You know, if if it's this is like a club show, uh, it's in you know in a venue uh, indoors. So like these big outdoor festivals are, they're an exhausting day, but they're fun <laughs> yeah. for sure. Sometimes it's when you go to those, it's like that as well. It's a long day at, at times, and it seems like when you're when you're done with it, you're a little bit tired. I couldn't imagine like this is no slight to anybody, uh, but like attending a festival takes some serious like. I don't know. It takes uh, a combination of things. You got to be willing to go through the shit for a little bit <laughs> for a full day or two. Hey, we're excited. You have a new album coming out, Suffer in Hell. We've released a couple singles already. and We've been digging on them. Cool. Tell us about this album. Tell, tell us about Suffer in Hell. So the new album, it's part of a, a double album. This, this first half, Suffer in Hell, is coming out November 11th. And uh, it's our first album release in over four years now um our last album came out in july of 2018 so we're stoked to finally have something coming out this one is you know the double album it's not like we have a heavy side or a light side or a A side and a b side it's just you know in in total 16 tracks of of intensity um so a lot of you know, what I say for Suffering Hell goes for Suffering Heaven as well. It's really a diverse, 
you know, record. And, and uh, you know, I'm trying to say all this without sounding like arrogant about it. You know, <laughs> we just we just really tried to to make it span across the genre of metal as much as we could. And so there's, you know, our, our classic Chelsea Grin sound in there. There's, you know, big death metal influence. There's black metal influence. There's a lot of slamming going on. There's all sorts of, uh, of influence drawn from across the genre. So, you know, I, th- I think it, it's going to be a cool journey for people to listen to it and go from one track where they get their their face smashed in to another one where they just then get it melted off with with speed and then the next one slows way down it's it's kind of a wild ride there's a lot of dynamic range in there yeah certainly yeah um you know and that was kind of like a a gamble we took not so much like intentionally it's just when we when we got to the studio and all was said and done we were like dang this this is a lot of like crazy songs from a lot of different uh influences so it's definitely a roller coaster so steve can we talk about forever bloom for a second uh, of course obviously the, the great trevor from black die is as a guest vocalist on there um how yeah. did that how did that come about how was it uh you know working with trevor and and how did that all come come about for you guys um, i mean trevor was just like such a giving easygoing excited dude I originally hit him up to do this spot and he got back instantly and was eager and excited to be a part of it. I think he just loved, you know, putting his talent out there in the world. And I think he was excited about doing it for kind of a little bit different of a band. I mean, he's done features for like deathcore artists before, but, you know, he was stoked to like scream over a breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little different and so he was just kind of I mean, he was pumped you know it was really cool and he was so gracious about it and just like you know instant willingness it, it was just a breeze you know and the whole process was easy and simple and sometimes features aren't aren't quite so easy or simple but this one was amazing we just are really grateful to have to have had him on the track i mean he's been a, a big hero of all of ours you know so to have, to have had him on there was sort of like a bucket list thing. Yeah, there's a there's probably no bigger pillar for for extreme music than than Trevor. Yeah, I mean he's kind of the uh, the the center of the universe when it comes to uh, understanding and and caring about metal and whatnot. You know, it, he was you know the best of all of us. That's for sure. Yeah, and that was a huge loss to the metal world. I saw a recent yeah. video on YouTube in an interview that you did where you kind of opened up about your own mental health struggles. Yeah. And, uh, I have a little bit of a mental health background, so I always appreciate, especially when guys are pretty open about some of the struggles they had, because I feel like it's an important thing for guys to talk about and mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to help with that conversation so that we are having more. So kudos to you about for doing that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I th- I'm a big fan of, opening up you know i think even sometimes too much like i i spent a lot of time sort of bottling stuff up and i grew up with with a lot of you know like mental struggles and one day i just realized you know you kind of have to share this with the world not not like you know i was i was so young and and just realized that opening up about things is so much easier than 
and holding it in. And, you know, it's, it's therapeutic even just to, to share my experience with people, you know, even outside of a, a therapy setting. So, you know, I was, I was happy and always will be happy to kind of, you know, show people that side and, and commiserate with people, you know, it's, it's, it's all about community out here. So we applaud you for that here. We even have the sound effect. (laughs) I take a bow through the phone. (laughs) Uh, And you actually, I think you even mentioned on an interview where you actually went to school for counseling. Yeah, yeah, I did. So, I mean, funny enough, my senior year, I graduated and immediately started touring. So I don't know if I uh, am nearly as sharp as I was. I know I'm not nearly as sharp as I was 10 years ago. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's something I've always been really passionate about. And, you know, when all is said and done with, with my music industry career, if and ever, um, you know, that's, that's something I would love to continue pursuing. That's great. Losing Trevor was a huge loss to the metal world, but we're celebrating him here today. Do you care if we play a little bit of Forever Bloom featuring Trevor? Oh, go right ahead. Please do. Let's do it. Straight banger, my man. <laughs> Thanks, Absolute dude. banger. Yeah, this one was fun. It's kind of drawing from, like, my, my black metal background <laughs> there with those those big, huge chords, you know, and the, that sort of eerie, whimsical vibe to it. For me, anyway, part of what I like about Deathcore is it brings so many elements of metal into one. Is that your appeal to it as well, or at least some of it? Absolutely. I mean, I was just talking about this with someone, actually, um, it's cool because deathcore is. I feel like you can do anything under the sun in metal, and it and you know you can still tie it into being a deathcore band. And I feel like it's it's. I'm really grateful to have joined this particular band because throughout the discography of Chelsea Grin, they've touched on so so much. You yeah. know. Yeah, sure. And so we're at this point now where I can write anything I want that's metal and you know it can wind up on our album and and it's under the umbrella of deathcore you know of course i gotta throw some heavy breakdowns and (laughs) shit like that in there to to tie it all in but it's it's such a an expansive genre i think it's really fun to uh to have that sort of freedom i want to bring up a controversial topic if i'm if that's okay yes so there's kind of been this, um, you know, talk in the metal world and, and just in music in general about venues taking cuts of bands merch. Have you guys had experiences with that? And what's your thoughts on that? You know, there's two sides to every coin now, like venues got to make their money, too. But bands are struggling and eating shit. And like there are huge, you know, I, I think it goes from top to bottom. I mean, huge artists may not struggle the same way, but. I still just don't get behind it. You know, I I think that the show happens. And again, I don't mean this to sound arrogant, but like if we don't show up, there is no show. 
you know, the show is occurring because bands are coming to a town and, and, you know, patronizing these venues to, to allow for there to be a concert. You know, there's a lot of pieces that come together to create a show. Obviously there's no show without the venue. There's no show without the fans and whatnot, but you know, at the end of the day, this is us running a business and, uh, yeah, you know, we don't like having that money taken from us. Uh, you know, a lot of people say like, hey, maybe I could get, maybe we should get a cut of the bar sales because everyone who comes to buy a drink at the bar is there because we're here. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. why don't we uh, reverse it back a little bit? Whether or not that would ever happen, you know, I don't know, but sure. I can dream. So while we're on the topic of uh, tours and stuff, um, you guys have some exciting overseas tours coming up. Um, your, yeah. own he- your own headlining in Europe, in which has a fucking badass lineup. Uh, you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a co-headliner with us in Carnifex. Our direct support is Body Snatcher, then Varials, and The Convalescence. And that tour is looking awesome. I mean, shows are already selling out. I, I know that Carnifex is playing Dead in My Arms as like that sort of anniversary in full, and we're playing our original EP in full. Oh, that's cool. Uh, which is something we've never done. Um, so it's it's going to be a real ripper, that's for sure. I, I've, when we announced that we were doing the original EP, it became clear to us, based on the comments sections, that that's something we need to do everywhere, for sure. So <laughs> yeah. So that one's going to be a, a ripper. It's going to be in the dead of winter in Europe, so it's going to be a cold ripper, but it'll be fun. And then... <laughs> We have uh, Australia shortly after that. With we're supporting Thyra's Murder with Whitechapel and Spite, and that show that tour is going to be massive. It's already selling out. You know, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a in, insane time. That's for sure. Yeah, that one's a pretty short one, right? Only like five dates or so. Yeah, I think it's five or six shows, and that's sort of the norm for Australia. I mean, the most we've spent out there is two weeks, but this one's hitting, like, all of the major markets. But, you know, it's very spread out out there. There's not a lot of, you know, big metropolises for us to hit. So sure. I think we're we're covering most of the, the main bases on that. Where where does uh, Chelsea Grin do well at? Uh, Europe, Australia, uh, where, where, do you, where do you guys feel you, you, you found your groove? You know, it's it's an interesting thing because I want to say, you know, like overseas is our, our strongest market, but we haven't been overseas since prior to the pandemic. And one thing about Europe is that consistency pays off, you know, the more you go. And this, this seems obvious, but you have to maintain, you know, that, that hype. The more you go, the more hype you build, but you have to continue going yeah. is the pattern that we've noticed out there. So I want to say Europe is one of our best, but I guess we'll, we'll find out if that still rings true in a month. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I feel like it's, it's, it's damn near equal everywhere we go. We kind of find the same response anywhere that we're at. Um, I think the States has, we, you know, we've, we've really saturated the States, you know, not oversaturated, but this is, you know, our home country. This is where we've played the most. So people here have seen us the most. I think other places that don't have the chance, they really, you know, uh, relish in the opportunity to see a band and support a band whenever they come through. So I think maybe that is part of why overseas is, is a little bit more banging for us. 
This is the Vulgar Display, a podcast. We are live from the Barn Studio. We have Stephen from Chelsea Grin, and we're going to be catching that new album, Suffering Hell, out 1111. Get yeah. your singles now, Origin of Sin. And that help us help us with this pronunciation on this other one. It isness? The isness, yes. The isness, yes. And Forever Bloom. We appreciate your time today, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, of course. Again, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's always fun. <laughs> <laughs>